and welcome back to the Everything Podcast uh, with your host Owen Hayward. Welcome back. Um, I know it's been a while. Um, I've been very, very busy with a lot of things, uh, mainly uni. Um, for those of you who do not know, I am in my third year of university studying psychology, uh, which means I am doing a dissertation piece, which is the bane of my existence at this point. But it is very good at the same time because it's interesting a lot. And a lot of you who are also third years know dissertations can be um, very stressful. But I wish you all the best with all that. Um, I'm currently my ethics form going to be working on that, and then once I can send that off, well. We originally sent it off. I've just got to do some amendments um, to fix it. Enough about me. Obviously, this podcast is um, about everything. I'm just the host here. I'm the vessel, as you will, to talk about random stuff. But um, I hope you're all doing well. I'm going to try and maybe make more of these. I like to think I had a bit of a um, system going on before. Um, although I've only released a couple of episodes, so it doesn't really seem like that system worked very well. Um, but, you know, if you guys want me to carry on doing this, please let me know. Comment below. I'll probably advertise this on Instagram as I normally do. So, you know, please let me know there. DM me if you've got any um, specific topics you want to talk about. Um, none of these episodes are really planned. I think it allows it to be more fluid. Um, I probably might do maybe one more episode before the new year and then obviously I'll try and get a few more in the new year as well as these are kind of therapeutic to me. I know it's just a silly little podcast but um, kind of do it mainly for me but I know some people do enjoy it but hopefully if I start on doing it next year I will have people to interview especially specifically my friends and we can kind of get more opinions on things on kind of deep more more deeper and meaningful conversations or trivial conversations because who doesn't like a bit of trivia um but yeah obviously the more interaction we get from certain people the better um i think this theme for this episode is christmas you know it's uh currently we're in december now uh, december the 4th uh, i'm recording it it's a really weird time to be honest uh, been struggling with sleeping i'm currently looking in a lake it's rather beautiful at this time i wouldn't advise being outside at 3 a.m it's pretty cold but um yeah that's the time i'm recording i don't know why i said that but yeah so christmas and stress slash emotions we'll start off with a nice cheerful christmas vibe um what it means to people uh specific parts obviously good christmas songs and everything and obviously stress and emotions uh what they do to people and how they can affect you for good and bad now Christmas. Christmas means a lot of different things for different people. Um, people, I like to think, enjoy it because of, you know, spend time with family and friends. Although I know some people don't get along with family or friends. So mainly it's just the food and the presents. But um, yeah, Christmas obviously only comes once a year. It's um, an interesting standpoint, like mark in the year, I like to think. Especially like as you get older. Um, obviously when you were younger, it was brilliant, wasn't it? You know, waking up at six o'clock annoying your parents and being like oh you know Santa come and all that lot um and obviously as Christmas comes along like the older you get it start obviously feels a lot more different you know when you believe Santa's not real that's a very hard time in anyone's uh life believe me I remember my parents sending me that and being like what the hell what do you mean and you kind of feel betrayed almost realizing it's your parents doing it and not a jolly jolly fat man in um 
a hat and jacket which um for those of you who didn't who didn't know um santa was originally green until Coca Cola thought we would i'm not sure if they i don't know if they bought the rights to santa or something but basically they changed them red so they can advertise coca-cola more efficiently i think that's fact factually correct i mean you could fact check me i could be chatting absolute shit um excuse for my french but i would like to think i think i've been told that so i mean don't believe everything you said obviously but i think that's the relation to it slightly off topic but it's christmas related um yes so yeah some people don't like it because of family and friends but i think we can all agree the food is absolutely brilliant it's the time of year where you're allowed to well you can be allowed at any time but like really getting to the gluttonies in it just all those snacks christmas snacks and obviously christmas dinner as well but it's always funny that like and i specifically my mum as well you get all these snacks and crisps and stuff i think there was a lot of pretzels um a lot of prawn, prawn crackers you know the um sensation prawn crackers those are really good but your mum would or in my case my mum would hide them and you try and eat them and be like no those are the christmas ones those are christmas crackers uh crisps those are the christmas fizzy drinks and everything but you know they mean well with that but roast dinner now obviously you're normally meant to have a turkey with it aren't you um we tend to have i think we've had turkey a couple of times but i think we mainly have chicken just because it's easier to access I suppose. I mean, my brother's a bit of a picky eater, so it means more people enjoy it. But we do love a roast chicken. Um, I like all the stuffings. Oh, sorry, I like all the um, all the stuff that comes with the roast dinner, which obviously includes stuffing, pigs in blankets, brilliant. Um, you know, carrots, broccoli, cauliflower. Um, we tend to have cabbage, and I know it's a bit of a controversial statement, but I actually enjoy Brussels sprouts. They're very, very tasty. They are mainly cabbages, but I know a lot of people don't. I don't know. I think a lot of people don't like the smell or something. But I've heard from people who don't like it, if you eat it with bacon, it's meant to taste better. But I think we all know that bacon makes things a lot better. I mean, unless you're Muslim or vegetarian slash vegan. So maybe not. Um, but roast potatoes. Now, that is a different story. Um, I like Aunt Bessie's roast potatoes. Really, if you haven't tried it, I would definitely advise. I mean, they're oven uh, frozen bought and you put them in an oven, pretty easy. But I do like homemade um, potatoes, roast potatoes at home. My dad does them beautifully. You, um, this is how he does it. I don't want a man to how to cook potatoes for some of those who you know who know how to cook potatoes. But obviously, you peel them, cut them up, boil them, get them nice and fluffy, um, and then you put them in the um say in a pan and you flattle them up put them in the oven drench them in oil and then you tend to put par- parsley i think it's parsley or loads of herbs and spices mainly herbs a little bit of salt pepper you know slow long roast them and then they're all nice and golden on the outside and nice and fluffy on the inside and like believe me i could i tend to normally choose that over the crew like the the main meat um i mean i know a lot of people go for seconds i tend to fill up my plate mainly with potatoes and my second go because they're absolutely delicious but you know i think we all have different um things that we enjoy i mean if you want to send in what your favorite part of the christmas meal is i'm not going to uh, complain um, i mean that's what i asked for the interaction um and then christmas crackers as well those are uh, interesting things you know they make a big bang and there's a little shitty joke in there and some trivia and some really odd 
little toys in there. Um, half of them are just, you know, they're just fillers and they're, they're quite crap. Um, but there's the odd few things here. Um, I think for one of them is on my keys at the moment, I have a bottle opener. Very, very good. Very, very convenient indeed. I mean, I have a bottle opener on my car keys, which is kind of controversial. Um, but and then the other one that I have is um, different screwdriver tops. So I have a, um, a Phillip and a flathead little screwdrivers things on my keys. And they have been a lot more convenient than you would think, actually, um, with like, think locks on doors or if something's like broken you can just squeeze it in instead of getting your toolkit out so that's the only convenient thing and then there's always the little um the little pack of cards that like are suitable for five-year-olds because of like if you've got tiny hands so i don't know about those i mean they're the only ones that could fit in the crackers unless you get like the big posh crackers um i've never had them but the big fancy ones that you actually have like really good gifts in them i mean they're probably wakes too expensive for what it is i've never had them but let me know if you have they're like like if you've got like a good kinder egg instead um obviously minus the chocolate and then oh obviously can't forget the uh christmas hats as well the ones that like you try and put in your head and they rip immediately because i have an abnormally big head maybe that's just me i'm not sure if that's happened to anyone else so um but yeah, obviously Christmas dinner is the main thing, but then it's the presents and the stockings. Uh, not sure about you. I am sad to say that I am a 20 year old and I still have a stocking. I have, I've had a stocking since uh, with little presents and stuff. Um, I always like the stocking fillers because I, I love sweets. Um, probably mentioned it in a different podcast, but like sweets versus chocolate. I am hundred percent sweets all the way, but I do like Terry chocolate orange because I know obviously tradition is either if you're, you know, bad yard that put coal in your sock in the stocking or an orange if you're good. But you know, oranges tend to be led in stockings before. And obviously Terry chocolate orange, absolutely brilliant. I do love a Terry chocolate orange. It's the only time of year I eat them. I don't really know where they go. You know, I think they're just like hidden until Christmas and then like they reappear. Like Michael Bublé, you know, they he puts them on ice and he only appears at Christmas time. Same with the chocolate oranges. That's that's my conspiracy theory. Um but they released, I'm not sure if it's a new one or I've just recently tried it, but the white chocolate orange, absolutely brilliant. I oh, 75p at Sainsbury's. Well it was until they put it back up to one pound fifteen. I'm like, well, you know, I'm a student, but that was absolutely brilliant. However, my favourite flavour has to be popping candy. So I'm not sure what your flavour is. Um, I know some people like dark chocolate. I mean, there's, you know, people like dark chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate. So that probably depends on what your flavour is. Um, but no, we like little stocking fillers, just kind of little small things. I know you can get like Rubik's clues and stuff, Rubik's cubes, little socks. Um, I think you can tell you're getting old where when you get socks for Christmas at like a young age, you're thinking, oh, I've got socks. And then like now you get given socks. It's like, oh, thank you. I needed a new pair of socks because you get through them. Um, which is always very convenient, but no, um, and then me specifically, um, I'm very easy at Christmas and birthdays now because of my hobby of origami. Um, I just, origami paper, it's literal paper. It's as simple as that. And that just makes me as happy as ever. Uh, I'm not sure if you people have your own specific little like niche things, um, mainly sweets and origami for me. So I think my mum's probably got, my parents have got me sorted for any of my friends. If you, if you're getting presents, origami paper and sweets is the way to my heart. Um, obviously that's just what well, you get your stocking fillers and then actual presents. Now I, um, I'm not saying ashamed to say, but I was a little bit of a naughty child and I used to go and try and find my presents and it got so bad. That I think did my parents, I think I had to hide behind them in the car or somewhere like specific, really bad. Like 
because I was so bad at doing it. And it got to, it's so bad to the point now is that I get to open a present on Christmas Eve to prevent me from trying to look for the present. I mean, it's kind of a, I, I think I've probably won that there getting one present earlier. So, um, don't like surprises. I like knowing where things are. Kind of ruins the niche thing. But obviously, once you realise Santa doesn't exist, uh, I do apologise if you've got none of you knew that. Um, that, you know, obviously presents are going to be held somewhere. So it's like, oh, let me try and find them to work them out. Because obviously we all know the, the shake in the box trick to see if it works out. I mean, it works with um, Lego. I was a big Lego fan. Still am. Oh, I'm a man child. But um, I do enjoy it. But obviously uh also let, let me know what your best christmas present was um i think mine was probably my drum kit i think my parents probably um regretted that obviously <laughs> for any um mums or people out there who've had siblings who have had drum kits you know it's very noisy specifically at the beginning when you don't know how to play the drums um i mean there's no rhythm to it but you know once i kind of learned how to play the drums it wasn't too bad uh, i play the drums here and there so i think my parents got used to it although I live in the garage, well it used to be the garage, and there's a lot of insulation in there which kind of acts as a um, like filter, so parents can't really hear it as much, so that's kind of convenient. But yeah, let me know what your favourite Christmas present is, I'm very intrigued. It could be like a small thing, it could be like a scooter when you were five. Five? No, sorry, a bicycle at that age, that probably makes a bit more sense. Um, and then obviously those are the main things about Christmas, like the Christmas day, but obviously you've got Christmas music, Christmas music. We all love a bit of Christmas music. Um, obviously Mariah Kelly and Michael Bublé or Bubbles, whoever you, however you call him, uh, they come out and they, uh, make a lot of profit and stuff. And for anyone in a real tale really gets sick and annoyed at those names because they have to listen to it 24 seven. I mean, I like Christmas music, like the next, um, like the next man, but I feel like if you have to listen to it for like five hours a day, dealing with the general public, it could probably go you insane, make you go insane. So, um, my no, for personally, my favourite Christmas music is um, really neat. What niche? But uh, there's a song called "Holiday" by Little Nas X. I really like the beat to that. Um, but like, my favourite song, like a traditional, not traditional, but like an oldie. Is Merry Xmas, everyone, by Slade. You know the so here it is, Merry Christmas. Yeah, I'll probably leave the singing singing to him. Um, that's a banger. I like obviously the few um, other ones as well. You know, like Fairy Tale New York. That's a good song. There's a lot of good songs out there, but obviously different favourites for different people. Um, and obviously with Christmas music, there are Christmas films. Christmas films are something else. They remind me of your childhood. Remind me, remind you of your childhood. I like to think that one of my favourite Christmas films is The Polar Express. Tom Hanks. I remember that. And the way he used to like do all the special um, clipping of the ticket. Now that was, every time I see that, it makes me laugh. The good old times. Um, I like um, Die Hard. Yes, it is a Christmas film, but it is a really good film as well. There's a lot of other ones out there as well. I could probably list them all day. So, but um, The Grinch is good. Elf as well. They've done the new advert, haven't they, for Asda? When they've cut out the cinematography of it and put it in. This works really well. Speaking of Elf and adverts, the other thing is Christmas adverts. They do hit different, especially Morrison's and stuff. They really do know how to play in your heartstrings, which, I mean, it works, doesn't it? Because that's the whole point. But it's like uh, compare it to each year of what like, sad topic they talk about. And now McDonald's have caught up on that, um, that one as well. So 
Ah, oh, it's. I mean, it's it's good. It's a good advert because everyone talks about it. That's that's the reasoning towards an advert. Um, but Christmas is just something else. So that's kind of the first half. I know it's been a bit of a waffle. I'm kind of getting back into it. It's kind of a little bit unedited, um, but that's kind of the the way we um, do it here on the Everything Channel. And obviously, moving on to emotions and stress. I mean, you get a lot of emotions around Christmas, a lot of happy emotions, you know, joy, excitement, forgetting, you know, what you want. You know, you've been a good boy or good girl, whomever. And you're like, oh, you know, I can't wait for my gift. But no, happiness is a very good thing. Um, it allows you to kind of stride, obviously enjoy, allows you to repeat the things you've done. You know, it's all to do with your pleasure pathway and all your hormones as well. And obviously the other side is sadness. Sadness is really shit. You know, that's exactly what it is. It makes you feel down, no energy. Obviously, sound is, is a spectrum. Well, all emotions have obviously a variety. You can be happy. You can actually be too happy. Um, and then you can obviously be too sad as well, which obviously leads to depression. And, you know, that's different variety as well, which is obviously not the best. But, you know, modern medicine, um, having good connections and stuff are able to deal with those things because the point with emotions allow us to obviously embrace things and i think they argue to make you more human they make you more yeah i think they're one of the key factors that make you who you are emotions but obviously you need to learn how to well, not learn but being able to control them and don't let them override you because that kind of leads to stress and anxiety obviously it's not as easy as that because you get severe anxiety there's different forms of anxiety isn't there social anxiety agoraphobia and all that well, kind of a phobia but um, it's, it's not as easy said as done and be like, oh, you know, don't be anxious about it. I think that's the worst, worst advice you can give to anyone who's anxious because that's literally, you know, um, I know a little bit about anxiety. Um, obviously, being a psychologist student gets you uh, thinking about the world a little bit place. But by all means, I'm no clear professional and all everything I say is all opinionated and based off small facts. So, you know, we can all have our opinions. But um, the point with emotions and obviously stress is useful. I know people might not think it's like what you know my life would be a lot better without stress but it's kind of a natural response you know fight or flight um unfortunately it gets the um the better of us sometimes um and there are many ways you know I know it's the really shit well-being stuff but it's like going for a walk talking to people doing stuff that makes you happy simple things and obviously if that's not working it's talking about it and I know that's a lot easier said than done. Um, but I mean, personally, I recently, recently, I'm part of Educate at UEA. So some of you might know that if you were a student, I'm the male ambassador because, you know, variety and stuff. I've done a couple of talks on Movember a little because there was a lot of good events out there that though to raise money and obviously Movember themselves. So I kind of just give a little bit of um, talk towards men's mental health and stuff. And obviously, unfortunately, I mean, December blues, a lot of people, suicide rates tend to go up and obviously the suicide rate compared to well, the highest population is men. It's the second worst killer. Most, well, all killers are killers and worse, but you know what I mean. So the point of this little part is, is that obviously we suffer and we feel strong emotions and it's being able to try and control it as best as you can do. And knowing the fact that you're not alone. But it's also good to be driven by your emotions because it allows you to be too passionate. A lot of passionate things out there. You should be passionate about something. I think it lets you 
thrive a bit more because there's a difference between living and surviving and i feel like sometimes people get confused not get confused but can't see the other one so if you're passionate about something it really gets you to fuel yourself and be able to get on it not necessarily yeah it might give you a bit more on a purpose in life if you're feeling struggling maybe try and pick up a new hobby i know it's easy look i everything i say take with a pinch of salt i know it's easier said than done but keeping yourself busy but not too busy it's the key of balancing things, isn't it? It's it's hard. I know I've only been on this planet for 20 years, but it is hard trying to find a balance. But it can be done. I know it's forced upon you, but it can be done. And there are people and there are ways to help you. I know sometimes it feels like the world is against you. But there are people out there who generally do care about you. I mean, I care. I mean, I probably half the people out there listening, I might not know you specifically, but I would do anything for anyone um my mum taught me well to be you know very kind and caring if anyone needs to have a little chat about anything at all by all means it's good to kind of see a friendly face you see i don't think it's easier well for me at least to be kind of civil and you know kind to someone rather than being mean and i feel like if we follow our happy emotions and we're happy to each other then that reinstates you being happy and kind of riding off the the good emotions although I say all this, it is good to feel sad emotions. It allows you to reflect on things and feel human. But obviously it's being able to kind of take from that and learn from it and not get consumed. Which, as I say, is easier said than done. I think I said that phrase a lot. I'm going to cut it off here. It's probably one of the longest episodes because I've been waffling. But I've been your host, Owen Hayward. I hope you're doing well. Um, I hope you all have a Merry Christmas. I know it's a bit early. I probably will do an actual Christmas one before. But um by all means uh if you have any to talk or you have any ideas or if you want to answer any of the questions and topics that i've answered uh, covered today please let me know uh, my instagram is owen uh, underscore haywood hopefully you're listening through this with the advertisement uh please tell a friend if you want uh, just spreading words i don't really care about people doing it i mean at the end of the day i could be talking to myself on the phone but i've heard that people enjoy it so by all means spread it um and have a good day evening have a good life really whenever you listen to it and i will catch you in the next one